0: Go. <laughs> Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. I am Mr. Joe Spiegel, and sitting across from me is the ever-impressive...
1: Getting annoyed, the ever-annoyed the ever annoyed Mike
0: Sutherland. There he is. All right. Uh, this week, our featured presentation will be Disney's Christopher Robin. My flick of the week is going to be Hulu, um, the Hulu original documentary, Dumb... The, uh, the story of Big Brother Magazine.
1: And uh, I'm going to do uh, Conets, starring Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin.
0: Why do I have this feeling you've already done that one? I haven't. Huh. Huh. Okay.
1: All right. <laughs> That's what got Subway into big
0: business, huh? No. I think that was even before Jared. Yeah, it was before Jared. So, anyway. Um, all right. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you know, news and opinions and all that shit. And uh, why don't you just take it away? <sighs> Beldar. All right, so uh, the first uh, film, of course, is our feature presentation, which is Christopher Robin, done by, uh, of course, Disney, because they own everything, right? So um, the main synopsis for that movie is, uh, apparently, I'm going to have to look it up on my laptop. So...
1: (laughs) Mm. It's not really that difficult to figure out the main oh, synopsis wait, for my Christopher bad. Robin. My bad.
0: Um, change Peter Panning with um, with with Christopher Robin from, Peter? Hook. Peter yeah, from Hook. Yeah, from Hook. Panning. Yeah, his name was Peter Banning or Peter Peter Panning, Robin Williams' character from Hook. So just change the names, and then you've got the same movie pretty much. Except there's not as much adventure.
1: <laughs> it's not even as close to the same fucking
0: movie. Oh, okay. the premise is the same though. Um, Christopher Robin, now a family man living in London, receives a special surprise visit from his old childhood pal. We need the Pooh. With Christopher's help, Pooh embarks on a journey to find his friends, Tigger, Eeyore, Owl, Piglet, Ribbit, Ribbit, (laughs) new character, Rabbit, Kanga, and Roo. And you know what happens from there. There'll be a little crying, a little laughing, but there will be an adventure for all, and it will pull and tug at your heartstrings.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay Alright So um, I have this feeling That you liked this movie A lot more than I did Even though I did like it I did like this movie But I have a feeling That you really liked it A lot more than me Like you're ready to wear A t-shirt and shit for it Yeah okay So Um, Did you order it Through Amazon So okay. So anyway, no, I didn't order it through Amazon. All right, I, I, I assume though that you really like this movie. Don't uh, don't assume
1: things. You oh. know what happens when you assume? Don't 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 do the Sam Jackson thing. No, you make an asshole out of yourself.
0: Uh huh. All right. Well, fine. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that I think you like this movie. Okay, sure. <laughs> I like this movie more at the beginning than I did near the end. Okay. Uh, my personal opinion on the movie is this. It's uh, it's really good at setting everything up, for the most part. I, I mean, I've got some
1: issues with the whole workaholic bullshit. But um, well, Why do you have issues with the whole workaholic bullshit?
0: Because in a movie that's set during, like, what is it, right after World War II, around that time? Give or take, like the yeah. 50s. Yeah, or, or like late 40s, early 50s, right? So um, in, a, in a movie set around that time... Period. Everyone worked all the time. It was that was just how it was. The father was always gone. The mother was always home. Are you sure about that? That's usually the the, the way things looked. All right? I mean, I know you're gonna everything I fucking say. You're gonna question. I was
1: asking you a question. Are you sure about that? Yeah, that's what it seemed like. So your blanket statement. You're making a blanket statement of an era that we both have never actually lived in. Okay. Just wanted to know.
0: Okay. Thank you. So. It, to make it look like his wife is constantly pissed off at him because they're not going on vacation and all this stuff. It, it, it I don't know. It that's just,
1: that that's not, that's not the problem, but we'll get into it.
0: All right. So i put that aside. What I liked about it was right when it starts off and, uh, you <laughs> McGregor's character, um, first experiences poo, um, coming back when he's an adult. Um, his reactions to Winnie the Pooh appearing in front of him, they felt really genuine. Like, like he was really reacting to seeing Winnie the Pooh come back for the first time, you know, since he was a kid. And it was, he sold me, he sold me on his performance. It was really good. And, and so because of that, I was, you know, I was able to get into the movie and I, I you know, and am I'm, I'm not a huge Winnie the Pooh fan, but I, I liked the movie for the most part for what it was able to do, you know? Cause I, I never really cared for the cartoons or any of that stuff, but, in this version, I, I actually liked it. I enjoyed it, you know, pretty much thoroughly, through, you know, from start to finish. And and I, I just like how it it focused more on him, you know, connecting back with Pooh, and then the rest of everybody, and then getting back to Pooh again, and then all of them together. And then you know, of course, then you gotta get the family back involved and you know, go from there. Um, but it, do I think this movie is great? Like, did it give me did it give me like the the feels? Like, say when I watched Hook, I don't give a fuck what anyone says about Hook. Steven Spielberg's Hook has moments in it where I truly love that movie. Um, not, it's not perfect, of course. There's a lot of problems with Hook, but still, I, I I get excited at times when I watch that movie. Still to this day, so this movie not the same. It's different. This one's more cute. it's Weird. Yeah, <laughs> I know a lot of people have problems with Hook, but um, it this movie's very very cute, and there are times where I'm feeling a little bit of that childhood wonder magic when I'm watching. You know. For the most part, then you get near the end, and and then they go on that. That I mean, the whole movie ends up becoming extremely predictable. I mean, it is. I mean, there's no surprises in the entire film. Um, which I mean, of course, what would you expect for surprises for a Wayne Pooh movie? Yeah, to turn into an assassin. <laughs> That's plot be, plot twist. That would be interesting. Yes, yeah. No, um, just I mean, it, the movie's pretty straightforward. You know, he's he's a a workaholic father he He's lost his touch with his childhood um ambitions and loves and all that stuff and and now he's not spending any time with his daughter, and his wife is feeling it because you know she wants their daughter to be able to bond with her with her husband and you know with her father, and you know he's constantly putting work ahead of everything else and and so it's i i i got the whole story I get the whole gist of it it's just when it's all said and done um the ending is very rushed, you know, because like I said, it's predictable, it goes right through the motions, and and I don't know, I don't think the movie needed to fully copy the premise of Hook, you know, when it comes to him being a grown-up version, and he's lost touch, and he's a workaholic, just like Robin Williams' character in Hook, same exact thing, same fucking thing, except, you know, this time, his kid didn't go, in, um, go to Neverland with him, you know, or to the Hundred Acre Wood, instead, you know, they, the Hundred Acre work came to them, right? So, um, but I mean, I, you know, I'm fine. Look, I mean, Hook was done a long time ago. It's just funny that, that, you know, Peter Pan is always thought of by most people as a Disney thing, right? Because Disney's what made it the most popular. Right. So to have another Disney movie, you know, um, like, like this do the same premise is kind of
1: funny, but. I'm in general agreement with what you just said. Um, other than the workaholic dad, I mean, that's just, that's nonsense. Christopher Robin basically turns into milk toast. He's a fucking wallflower. He's not he's not an aggressive man. He's, you know, sent off to boarding school at a young age cuz his parents and his dad dies. So that kind of reflects on his um uh mental state. Let's yeah. just call it that. You know, growing up. So he doesn't have a father figure to really learn from. Other than the people that he grows up with in in these boarding schools if he's still in boarding school they never really explain whether he stayed in boarding school or not
0: didn't have a long time they didn't delve into any of that shit
1: and then uh, and then when he goes to work he works for he goes he goes into the war and then he goes to work for the suitcase company and the suitcase company is basically on the verge of collapse and you know they want to uh, make cuts yeah, yeah and uh, you know he he ends up saving the day, of course. But mm. <laughs> what what really what it comes down to is that um, this movie, in and of itself, suffers from a couple of problems, just like Joe said, which is third third act. Okay. Um, I thought at times the reason why they were dis they disappeared was because he was losing his in- innocence. Uh, no, he, he was forgetting them. Mm. Okay. so that they would fade off, kind of like, you know, the Avengers type of thing. Yeah, But the best part about this entire movie is the fact that these characters aren't— I, I was reading an interview—not an interview. I was reading a review of, of uh, Christopher Robin, mm-hmm. and the guy that was reviewing Christopher Robin was saying, I don't understand why these characters aren't as colorful as, you know, the, um, the ones that are in the cartoon. Why? Why they're not so? Why? 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 Pooh is so um, um, pale, and his shirt is not as bright, or Tigger, <laughs> Tigger's colors aren't as bright as a cartoon. And he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. He doesn't. That guy absolutely doesn't get it because he doesn't, he doesn't understand that this isn't based on the fucking cartoon. No, this is based off of the original book and is and is and it goes straight from the original book series. Mm-hmm. Well, there, there's not really an original book. There was like three books and and a short story. And that's how popular AA Milne was or how popular Winnie the Pooh was from AA a. Milne when it came to writing Winnie the Pooh. So popular in fact that um, Disney adopted it and, and you would think that oh all the Winnie the Pooh stuff. Disney adopted this in 77. Damn! Not in the forties, not in the fifties, not. In the I didn't the 60s. know it was that late. I didn't either until I was looking it up, and and that's and the, and the great thing. I mean, so that's what forty years. Yeah, it's only been forty years since they've adopted Winnie the Pooh. I'm into surprised a by that. But the one thing that people keep forgetting is when you create a a puppet or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're using stuff from that time. Okay, Winnie the Pooh is 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 a is a, is a toy. Yeah. Is a stuffed animal. Yeah. So they just use items from that time and day. You know, his shirt could have been a, a, a quilt. That's kind of what it looked like. Uh-huh. You know, and it was faded, you know. And even when he was younger. So Winnie the Pooh probably has been around for a while. You know, well, obviously he's been around for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would have liked to have seen this move into, I, this movie move into a, a different direction where Christopher Robin, his dad really was A.A. Milne, right? Okay. And then Christopher Robin's the one that even though he inspired the Winnie the Pooh. I mean, it's that's really what happened is A. A. Milne's son, you know, and, and he wrote about all this stuff. I think that's how it went. I'll I'll double check that. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> and then he just he take he finds out that his dad has written all this all these, well, these books, not all these books, but these books. Yeah. And he takes over f- for the family in publishing and, and getting everything going. And and he's like, I'm going to write another story, you know, or whatever. Yeah. About Winnie the Pooh. And and he gets his daughter involved. That's kind of where I was hoping that this would go. Yeah. Um, instead, they just went the normal route, yeah, which yeah, is... Yeah, this normal, safe, predictable route. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the story doesn't suffer... It's not a great story. No. Um, it's, it's, not, it's not one of those we, you have to go out and see it. It's not one of those movies where it's just like, oh, my God. Like everybody talks about like the Avengers, right? Yeah, no,
0: it's pleasant. This is a very pleasant story. It's a safe story.
1: Yeah. And that's the problem with this movie is it's safe.
0: Yeah, and look, and I, I like the movie a lot. That's why I like the beginning a lot more is because when it's just him interacting with Pooh, I thought those were the best moments of the movie. Oh, absolutely. You know, and then when you bring in the other characters, they didn't overdo it. Like, as if you're watching Teen Titans Go or something, right? Right. Or just over-the-top, wacky, goofy, crazy
1: instead. Well, you knew they weren't going to do that anyway. I'm, I'm glad that they didn't. You know, I'm, I'm really glad that they didn't do it. But yeah, Jim, Jim Cummings was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, he's always fantastic anyways when it comes to it. But we're really, this is what really bothered me. Of the whole fucking movie, uh-huh. who is the most important character in this movie?
0: <laughs> I, I would assume uh, I mean it's supposed to be about Christopher Robin right he's supposed to be the most important because it's about but he's him. not then it would be the daughter no yeah, I don't know then what it's Winnie the Pooh is it Pooh I, I almost said Pooh too.
1: why why is it Pooh because the story is Winnie the Pooh it's Christopher Robin reconnecting with Winnie the Pooh mm-hmm. and all the ones in the Hundred Acres Tigger uh, Eeyore Roo Kanga Mm-hmm. Owl, rabbit. <clears throat> here, but here's my problem: when you look at the cast and credits, as you're going down the cast and credits, this was in the movies. I don't know if it's here or not. Yeah, they look, at, the, they look do, at where they are. Yeah, they they're sa- all the way at the fucking yeah, bottom. Yeah, they saved all the voice actors for the bottom, which I always find weird. They had Toby Jones play Owl. Yeah, which is fine. I'm I'm fine with that. He was uh, he was also in the movie, wasn't he? Um, if he was, he had a very small part. I don't think I, think, I saw him in I think he was the old guy. No, um, he wasn't the old guy. You mean like the oh, the, oh, the dad of the of Junior? No. No. The, the, the old guy on Ewan McGregor's team. No, he, that, wasn't, that wasn't Toby Jones. Then who was it? I don't know. it's a guy I never saw before. Because it sure as hell looked like him. Um, but they're all at the end of the cast list. Even Brad Garrett. Yeah. Nick Mohammed played Piglet, Peter Capaldi played Rabbit, Sophie Alcaneto o- played Kanga, Sarah Sheen played Rue, and Jim Cummings obviously did Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. And my my biggest problem, obviously, anytime, mm-hmm. with the exception of Brad Garrett, even though I mean look, Optimus Prime, the guy that Richard uh uh Peter Cullen, Richard Cullen.
0: I was wondering when, <laughs> when the Richard was.
1: Peter Cullen is the guy, he's not the original voice. Mm-hmm. But Peter Cullen took over for Eeyore, and he's been doing Eeyore for 30, almost as long as Jim yeah. Cummings has. And whoever did Piglet and Rabbit and Kanga and Rue and Owl, those guys should have done, they should have hired those guys to do those voices. Yeah. And that's the problem with fucking Hollywood, is that they refuse to see talent mm-hmm. because, because they believe that voice talent is isn't as... Second rate? As, yeah, it's it's not as important. It's, it's Have, you ever, have they
0: ever seen footage of them in the studio when they're doing those voices?
1: Well, it's they're not just footage. Act,
0: they're acting the, the fuck off themselves, they, man. They're not just sitting there, not moving around, they're, and moving just their lips. They're fucking acting.
1: Right, but they're still just sitting there, moving their lips. They're still animated, man. They sell their
0: characters when they're doing, them, doing but, the voices.
1: But the whole point is, is that they have to do it with their voices. Yeah. They don't do it like Tom Cruise or Brad Garrett or or Ewan McGregor with their bodies and emotions. They show all of their emotions they, and all of the sounds and everything else with their voices. Mm-hmm. You know whether they're jumping or or running or getting hit or whatever else. You know, and 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 this is the problem that Billy West has as well, which is if you're going to do voices, hire professional voiceover guys yeah. in Hollywood. Uh, the major Hollywood studios just think that oh hey we hire you know th- those guys just have it easy yeah th- because you know th- all they do is just flap their lips and that's that's absolutely yeah not we true. had this
0: talk when Epic came out back in 2013 you yep. know which is you know they hire fucking Pitbull and uh, it's either Rihanna and or Beyonce to do voices or
1: Selena Gomez
0: yeah and and, and it's like you know it. it I mean, that makes me not even want to give money to them because, they and look, I know that they're there to make money before anything else. That, that's their business. It's, it's, that's Hollywood. I get it. But it just, it, if you want your shit to be longer lasting, you don't use Pitbull. You don't use a rapper or you don't use an R.B. singer. You use the talent. The ones that you, your kids hear all the time on, on TV, those voice actors, those are the ones that you use for that stuff. Because they are the ones that are the professionals. They are the best, you know. And I guarantee you, um, that allure of that name being on that movie of that big, you know, music star—that's only temporary. That's going to wear off after a while. People aren't going to give a fuck after a while about that voice. They're going to care more about that other voice, that real voice that that you know that that triggers something emotionally when you're watching movies like that. You know, not this, not this contemporary bullshit. Right.
1: I'm just trying to. Oh, uh, here it is. Uh, Christopher Robin's Milne stuffed animals. So there's Winnie the Pooh right there. Mm-hmm. And that, see, if you look at that picture... Yeah. Um, so Christopher Robin is A.A. Uh, A. Milne's son. Uh-huh. Um, he was the basis of the character Christopher Robin. And if you look at Winnie the Pooh in that picture right there, if you yeah. look up Christopher Robin Milne, you'll see that they took that character... Like, you can even see, where, see the nose yeah. right there. They did the same exact thing with the nose... See it how how it's kind of stitched right there. Yeah, they they basically di- took Winnie the Pooh, the original Winnie the Pooh, and animated him. Yeah, and and that's again that's why it bothers me that that guy just said, "Oh, it's not as colorful. It's not this. It's not that." It's because you don't get it. He doesn't get it. You know, and and I'm not I'm not a uh, a uh, a huge Winnie the Pooh fan. I'm not even a huge you know A A Milne Yeah, fan. I mean, look I I, I But I know more yeah. about this shit than that guy and does. I used to
0: love Tigger, but I never went and saw the Tigger movie. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't really care
1: to. Yeah, see he so uh, Boxgrove Prep School and uh um he went to Trinity College, was married to Claire Milne until 2012, mm-hmm. until uh, he passed um April. He passed uh, Christopher Robin died in 1996 <laughs> on 420. <laughs> and uh why did I give a fuck about <laughs> saying that? I don't here, know. Here are what the animals look like. Uh-huh. So, you know, Rue almost looks like Rue in, in in the movie. There's Winnie. There's Eeyore, but he his his fur was different. Yeah. And then there's Tigger. Yeah. And I and, and see how how um bland they are? Yeah, they're extremely bland. That that's the era they came from. And that's what's so gr- that's that's yeah. one of the true great things about this movie is that they they took that that yeah. those characters and continued and, and yeah they made them the colors of of what you know the characters are supposed to be yeah you know from from the disney movies but they also made them bland they did very bland you know and faded them so it it, it, it was a it was a cross between the the disney stuff mm-hmm. and the Milne
0: stuff it's just like when you're watching a movie made nowadays that's set during uh, the big band swing era, you know, like the 20s and 30s and shit, right? And no one in the movie smoking or things like that. You know, it's attention to detail that's extremely important, you know? You gotta have authenticity when you're making a movie, like, like set during certain time periods. And if this movie had those, those stuffed animals being bright and vibrant, like the colors they use now, it'd be bullshit. It'd be absolute bullshit, you know? So I'm not a fan of bland colors, but when you're doing authenticity... Then that's the way you got to go, and so I like the way they they looked in this movie.
1: Yeah, and there's also um, there's a uh, there's a um, surprise cameo in this movie. Yes, and I can't remember Sherman.
0: Who. Is it Richard Sherman? Yes, the piano player. Yes, at the end of the movie. Yeah, during the end credits or during the after credit scene. Yeah, I looked it up because I was wondering,
1: you know, who who he was, and yeah, he was part of the Sherman Brothers uh, team. Well, I don't think um, I don't think it's Richard Sherman. It was uh, it was another author, <laughs> Robert <laughs> Richard Sherman, But that's okay. Um, <laughs> of course, they go to a football player, Christopher Robin. Um, who is the who is the ball guy? The ball? next door neighbor.
0: Oh, I don't remember. I don't. I, I forgot about that guy because you know he disappeared.
1: Like he shows up at the beginning for a couple scenes and he's gone. Well, he's actually kind of throughout the movie if you if you're watching, but. Um, like when they come back and yada 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 but um, Richard Ashton Griffith uh, oh that's okay so Richard uh, Roger Ashton Griffiths is the old guy that I was thinking about um, but there is yeah, I think that's that could be him I think that's him
0: yeah he put gla- goofy glasses and a mustache on him I think that could be him
1: but there is a there is an author in this movie um, uh, special guest star author do, 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 do. And maybe I'm thinking about goodbye, Christopher Robin. But, um, anyways, I'll have to I'll have to look it up. It doesn't matter right now, at this point in time. Um, overall, I look. This movie is a five five and a half. You know, it's okay. Yeah. It, I mean, if you're a fan of Winnie the Pooh, you're probably going to love it. Yeah. Um, if you if if you're looking for a Disney movie, this is not a Disney movie. This is a man trying to find his past, you know. Yeah, and, and he has to deal with all this other. Nonsense and it never his really life. goes dark. <laughs> it never delves very deeply. No, it doesn't. It, it's all surface. Yeah. Um, everybody does a great job acting. Mm-hmm. You know, Haley Atwell's good in this movie. Yeah, she didn't get overly angry as
0: the as the disappointed
1: wife. Yeah, yeah, Bronte Carmichael plays the daughter. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of it was just nonsense. The daughter's going to boarding school. She's pissed off at her dad because he doesn't show her enough love and yada, yada, yada. And and, and most of that is because they don't delve deep enough into the Ewan McGregor character of Christopher Robin, which is what I disagree with, with you about, which is He's being pushed around. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to say no. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're right. And,
1: is, yeah. yeah, and and, and, his, and his boss he's is a doormat. A yeah, he's a doormat when it comes to work. I don't think he's a doormat. I just think that he's afraid to say no because he doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings because mm-hmm. he doesn't have that. He didn't have that father figure to you know teach him how to say no at, at appropriate times. Yeah. I'm going with my wife and daughter to the country. Oh, you got to work this weekend. I'm going to the country with my daughter and wife this weekend. I'll come back and then we'll we'll crunch the numbers. Yeah. So instead he conveniently creates vacations. Right. <laughs> so so Yeah, that's funny. Um other than that, uh decent movie. Decent yeah, movie. Like
0: said, yeah, the third act kind of like 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 the movie starts off to me and it's like I, I'm floating around the seven, you know? I'm like, okay. Bless <laughs> you. But, yeah, then that third act, man, where it just, you know, that it's, it, yeah, it just brings the movie. It bring, yeah, I'm around a five. I'm there with you. It, so, yeah, it's too safe. Too fucking safe, man. Oops, sorry. God damn it.
1: That's what I wanted. Ooh, shit. Boston's on a win streak. They won 80 games. They swept the Yankees, and they just beat Toronto. Mm-hmm. So they've won four in a row for um, Sue, so, here we go. Is it memorable? Does it stand the test of time?
0: Yes and no. As a Winnie the Pooh connection, yes. But overall, like for your library collection, a Disney library cl- connection,
1: uh, no. How does it stand the test of time as a Winnie the Pooh movie? Because
0: if you're a Winnie the Pooh, uh, <laughs> if you're a Winnie the Pooh fan, this is a live action Winnie the Pooh movie. So it would be an important part of your collection. I would, you know, for people that are huge fans of Winnie the Pooh. I
1: disagree. Hmm. It's not memorable, and it, it does not stand the test of time. It's not a classic. It's not anywhere near it. Is it? Is it? A, I don't even think it. I wouldn't buy it. I'm. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I, I'm. Even if I were a huge Winnie the Pooh fan. Yeah. I wouldn't buy it. I mean, I, I probably would, but it's not one of those movies that I would take down and watch that often.
0: You know why I'm giving it, I'm trying to give it some leeway. It's because I don't want to hate on the movie, but so that's, don't, the, don't, I, I'm just telling you, you're right. Don't give it not, any leeway, just, you know, tell, tell. Y- you know what, I mean, look, yeah, yeah.
1: So the pop culture status is like Yeah, like if I never see it again, then
0: I, I don't care.
1: Yeah, I mean, if it's on HBO and I don't change the channel. Yeah, the movie should have gone deeper, and it didn't. Yeah, uh, quality, high. Uh, the quality's there.
0: Yeah, it is there. I, I mean, dude, every time I saw them, I was looking at every detail of their animation, and they look fucking awesome. They yeah. look like they were really there.
1: Uh, emotional attachment.
0: Um, yes, I it, agree because it does trigger. Um, it, like especially me when at the beginning, I, it was you know, I was feeling like how Christopher Robin was feeling. Ewan McGregor, you you I was I'm calling him Ewan because I that's why I used to calling him. Ewan McGregor was. He sold me on, on, you know, the way he was feeling. And so he, at times, he made me feel
1: like he was feeling when he was in, you know. And then that also goes into the nostalgia effect. Okay. So is this a good movie? It's not a bad movie.
0: (laughs) Uh, Is it a good movie? Mm, No. I I wouldn't. You gave
1: it a five and a half. I give it a. It, five just means it's middle ground. It, yeah, that doesn't mean it's... A, I'm, I'm not saying good is in... Is this die... Look, this is, is this diehard good? No. No. Is this Independence Day bad? <laughs> no. Or Independence Day unwatchable? I'm, I'm talking like good, like... Uh, what's a good movie? Hook. Give me a second. <laughs> Hook is not a good movie. I knew you were going to say that. Is it Spider-Man 1 good?
0: No. No, there's nothing... Like, Spider-Man 1 has a bunch of memorable lines and shit like that, man. It's a fun movie. It's not great because it has certain problems, but it's still... I, I love the first Spider-Man movie. You're talking about Spider-Man, Tobey
1: Maguire, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, I yeah, no,
0: dude, I... I it's, no.
1: No, it's not. Like, that. looking at all my movies, and the only thing I like, Men in Black 2. <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> uh... Is it...
0: Men in Black 2 is a weird one for me, dude. Like, that is not a very good movie, but it's fucking hilarious. How can a movie not be that good, but be fucking hilarious? Is it Despicable Me 2
1: good? That movie didn't suck. It was a good movie. Damn. Uh, I mean, it's hard to compare the two, but... It's not a comparison. Is it Despicable Me 2 good? No.
0: No, it's You not. gave it a five and a half. I, I like Despicable Me 2. That was my favorite out of
1: all three movies. Um, this is not that difficult. I don't care if it's your favorite.
0: Don't hit me with all these fucking movies, man. It's so hard. The scale is complicated.
1: The shades, man. The shades. No, there is no shades. It it doesn't suck. It's not Independence Day bad, and it's not Blazing Saddles great.
0: This movie is just middle ground, you know. Yeah, what's a middle ground movie? Um, I Frankenstein. No,
1: No, it's not. I know, I know. I'm fucking with you. Transformers 1.
0: No, I like Transformers 1. I uh,
1: just, it just, it just got progressively dude, worse. The Transformers 1 is a middle ground movie. It's not great. It's not bad. It's just a middle ground movie. Yeah, for you. I, for? I still, get, I still get feels when I watch that movie, the first you one. You got feels for this movie. Yeah,
0: but, yeah, but I don't want to ever see this again. I, I, I'll watch Transformers periodically, the first one. I'm tough, dude. To, would you, you buy,
1: have, I, I don't give a shit anymore. Would I buy this? No, no, I would not buy this. Should you see it in theaters? No. Why not? So you don't recommend seeing it in theaters, and you don't recommend buying it on DVD, yet you gave it a five and a half.
0: Because there's, there's ways I would categorize it, and, I, and since we're doing yes or no, then I'll just say no. Because the way I would categorize it would be, if you're a, a, a Winnie the Pooh fan, you should go fucking see it. That's okay, simple. then, yeah. If you're a Winnie the Pooh fan, go see it. If you're not, you're not missing that much.
1: That's a five, it's a five and a half. It's an average movie, give or take. Yeah. But you're advocating don't buy it on DVD, and you're advocating don't go see it in the movie theaters. It's just like say,
0: Tenacious D and The Pick of Destiny. Either you're a fan or you're not. If you're not a fan, don't fucking don't wish
1: But th- no, that's a uh, no because you. If you're a fan of Tenacious D, you're gonna go see the movie. Doesn't matter. In this one, this one is. I disagree. Okay, I say because watch because it's, it's 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 um this one crosses all genres, uh-huh. whereas Tenacious D is specific. Well, it's too it's safe though.
0: That's the problem. This movie's too safe. So. Um, so since uh, Disney is uh, you know, just going to stop releasing their stuff onto Netflix very soon and start their own streaming just wait till Disney streaming comes out and then watch Christopher Robin on that that's my
1: recommendation okay so wait a year and a half before the movie comes out on, on streaming and don't watch it on Showtime or anything else and buy a new service to watch it. Fine, if it
0: comes out Jesus sooner, if it, let's make you, let's placate you.
1: So not play, don't placate <laughs> me.
0: Stop coming up with okay. all these fucking off the wall bullshit. I just bullshit. wanted to throw some news in there as, as a little kind of funny segue fucking, back there for
1: it. Wait until Disney streaming service, whenever that's going to be. It could be two years, could be five. Who knows? Fine,
0: whenever you see it on free TV, like our pay TV, whatever the fuck. Yeah. So wait three years to
1: go see the movie. Look, or yeah, Redbox go, go fucking watch the movie in theater. I recommend going to see it in the theater at least once. Don't, you know, if you're a Winnie the Pooh fan, you're going to buy it on DVD anyways. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's worth the time. I don't think there's going to be anything special about the movie, and, and you're absolutely right. There's, it's, this movie plays it too safe.
0: Yeah. So, um, all right. So, the next movie that we're going to go see. <laughs> <coughs> no, go into your next goddamn review. Don't we always say the next one we're no. gonna see? there! Uh, I'm so professional here. All right, so yeah, the uh, my flick of the week is the um, the documentary, uh, net Hulu original documentary came out from <laughs> 2017. It's called Dumb: The Story of Big Brother Magazine, which is funny is because that? they released um, videos during their their existence, uh, and uh, each one had a single name for each one. So one was called Shit, one was called Number Two, Boob, Crap. So um, Big Brother Magazine is the inspiration for Jackass. And it is, if you're a fan of... Hold on a second.
1: Big Brother Magazine is a skateboarding magazine that was founded by Steve Rocco in 92. and was notable for ushering in street skating, the subculture of skateboarding.
0: Yeah. There were other um, skating magazines also that existed at the time, but people were stopping just paying attention to them because they were very boring and safe. And Big Brother comes along and they just fucking just they went outside the lines with a lot of their shit. I mean, they had they had <laughs> they would do things like have articles about how to properly commit suicide and things like that. And there, it was just them fucking around. But of course, you have the PC police, right? that come along and these people even got one time there was a lawsuit from Dr. Laura who sued a, a skate shop owner who was selling the magazine for false representation or something like that. Yeah,
1: in 1988, Laura Schlesinger was in a Beach Access at Costa Mesa Surf yeah. Shop, and she began perusing Big Brother. Schlesinger deemed the magazine to be stealth pornography and said so on her show. When Tom Moore, the owner of Beach Access, publicly denied that she found pornography in a store, Schlesinger sued Moore for lying and claimed that his denial had hurt her reputation. When Schlesinger's case went to court, the judge said it was a frivolous lawsuit and dismissed it. Uh, Moore's $4 million countersuit, lodged for hurting the reputation of a store defamation, was allowed to stand. The suit has since been settled, but terms of the settlement have not been revealed. Behind the scenes and off the record, Moore's lawyers and friends claimed the victory, indicating the settlement was about the amount of a moderately priced Orange County home, anywhere between six hundred and fifty grand to $2 million. <laughs> She's a fucking twat.
0: Oh, dude. I, I remember, Always has been. I remember when she was going off about Tupac Shakur back in 1996 before he died. Um, and listening to that shit. Because I used to listen to her show. Because I, I loved hearing all the stories of people calling in about, you know, their sexual problems. And then she'd just fucking berate them, you know, about being single or not being married or fucking something, dude. She just, she God, she was on this high horse all the time. It was hilarious.
1: Yeah. Preaches, teaches, and nags about morals, values, and ethics. And she has none herself. Yeah. She and I believe she's not even a doctor.
0: <laughs> so, um, going back to this, the, um, the whole thing is interviews with writers um, of the magazine. Um, most people were involved from uh, nineteen ninety two to when it was uh, discontinued back in two thousand four. Um, and uh, the notables, of course, uh, Jeff Tremaine, who ended up directing all of the Jackass movies and and you know Wild Boys and um, you know things like and things affiliated with it, all the Jackass stuff that has uh, come about. Uh, there's Interviews with Bam Margera, um, Steve O, Johnny Knoxville, Spike Jones, um, and Wee Man. Um, there, this is for Jackass fans because it, it, this is f- some cool stuff to learn. I did I did not know that Big Brother magazine was an inspiration for this stuff. Because what happened was. Um, th- when they when they started when they came out and they started doing um, their exposés and things like that, they ch- they tried things differently. Like they didn't just take pictures of people skating; they would take like um, film shots of people skating, so you could see each frame by frame of special tricks in each episode. So they would help to teach you on how to do your own, you know do, copy those moves that the professionals are doing, like Tony Hawk and uh, many others. <laughs> right? And um, and then, like I said, they always had the risque articles and each uh, issue looked different than the other until Larry Flint, of course, took over. Uh, in 97, um, Larry Flint bought into the magazine because it was uh, it was going to have to go into bankruptcy because it wasn't making a lot of money. So he took it over and he changed a few things. He took the nudity out of the magazine, um, but not the language and, you know, some of the other risque things, but just, just the nudity. It was like he wanted to save it for Hustler and Taboo instead, right? Um but uh, it was yeah. I mean, it's just it was just cool to see some stories like Johnny Knoxville started with this shit, and he he wasn't a skater, which is funny because everyone else that was involved with it had been a skateboarder at some time in their lives. And Knoxville comes in, and he's the risk taker. He does all these crazy stunts for the for the you know the photo shoots and for the videos they made. And he, there's this one time. You know, or there's, he would do these, these. you know, he would graduate from one bad thing to another where, you know, he would, uh, he would get uh tased or he would, uh, fuck, what would he, I can't remember all the things he would let get done to himself, but it eventually got to the worst thing he ever did was where he put on the cheapest bulletproof vest he could find, which was like 300 bucks, because that's all he could afford at the time, and he shot himself in the chest with a 38, <laughs> um revolver, and it was, I mean, the footage of it, you want the footage is on the movie and you're just like, what the fuck? Even though, you know, he doesn't die, you know, he's going to be fine. Cause of course, you know, time and all that shit. But when he, when he's going through this entire cylinder, trying to find the one bullet to fucking shoot himself with, it's, it's tense, man. It is fucking tense. And then the gun goes off and then he's fine. Perfectly fine. And Everyone else was wanting to quit and shit and get away. Like, dude, I can't do this. I can't fucking do this. Uh, but he did it, man. That that's what shows that. What's why Johnny Knoxville became the biggest star of all that stuff is because he just he would always go past, the, you know, everyone else's limit, and uh, so yeah. Anyway, it was a, It's very informational. Um, it's entertaining. It's funny, and uh, yeah, I, I highly recommend seeing. It. And it's not a long documentary. It's only like eighty minutes long. So and it's on Hulu. Um, so if you have a Hulu account, you can watch it anytime you want. And uh, yeah, it like I said, it's very entertaining. So. All for the Jackass fans. So. Awesome. All right.
1: I watched the Coneheads today. <laughs> I have only seen that all the way through once. Yes. In theaters. Um, this is based off the Saturday Night Live skits that they did. And very and, and the skits were fucking hilarious. So yeah. it's uh, Beldar and Primat. Are they from Remulac? Yeah, they find themselves <laughs> in New Jersey after a recon mission for their home planet of Remulac goes awry. <clears throat> Stranded, they are forced to live as typical suburban humans. Now the funny thing is, is that this is basically parodied on American Dad, uh-huh. when Jeff, okay. uh, which is uh, Haley's husband, gets abducted by Roger's race, and they have a they have a ET type ship, yeah, and the king or the the whatever the king of the race, the king of the Rogers race, is is a uh, is a consumer of mass goods like the
0: Grand Melmacian or something,
1: yeah, something like that. Oh wait, like,
0: Melmac is a fucking Alf.
1: And so he um, he decides to turn the ship, or he's turned the ship into a gigantic mall, and everyone he ab- abducts uh, works as uh, the workers in the mall. Okay. So um, And Jeff ends up being, you know, he works in the shawarma hut. And that's kind of like, um, it, so that whole idea is, comes from um, the Coneheads, where uh, the guy, um, it's... Um, I think Michael McKeon plays two roles in this, but uh, um, now i got to look up Conehead's movie. Sorry. Stupid. There we go. So uh, Michael McKeon's in this movie as INS Deputy Commissioner Gorman Seedling, and David Spade is Eli Turnbull. Da- I don't care for da- David Spade. Never did. Only in certain times. I mean, yeah, most of the time I'm not a big fan either. Uh, Michael Richards, Eddie Griffin, Phil Hartman as Marlax, Adam Sandler uh Jason Alexander, Lisa Jane Persky who plays Jason Alexander's wife in the movie. Dave Thomas is oh yeah, Dave Thomas is Highmaster Armin- Mintot. And that's um that's basically who uh the the uh uh the king of or whoever the king of of Roger's Race is is designed after. But what's funny is, is that the king of Roger's Race is voiced by Michael McKeon. Okay. So Um, Garrett Morris is in it, Drew Carey's in it, Kevin Nealon, Jan Hooks, uh, Parker Posey, Joey Lauren Adams, Julia Sweeney, Ellen DeGeneres, Tim Meadows, Peter Aykroyd, um, John Lovitz, (laughs) and Tom Arnold. And for the most part, I mean, look, this movie is okay. It's not great. It's fun to watch. It's one of those movies that you, you know, on board or there's nothing else on, yeah. so you throw it on. It's, it's, a, it's a Friday night, Saturday night type of movie where you just want to sit down, relax, and do nothing and watch something stupid. Yeah. The best parts, obviously, are Ackroyd and Jane Curtin <laughs> doing, doing their Head thing yeah. because the way they talk and the way they do everything is so ridiculous and so complicated.
0: Like when he's eating the toilet paper off the roll?
1: Well, not just that. No, I'm talking <laughs> about the way they talk, you know, uh, it, uh, um, Garfield and Narthok, and things like that. The, the way that they, they say things, um, the way that they, the, their speech patterns, the way that they use words, their own words mixed in with everything else. Uh-huh. you know the, the the food stuff aside from that i mean yeah we that that shit is you know eating the toilet paper or when she sees the eggplant and she screams but she's been on the planet for so long you you think she would never see an eggplant before yeah. but the best part of that whole thing was not her screaming is she grabbed she picked up the eggplant and laughed and then held it to her chest uh. as she walked away yeah like it was a baby it was fucking hilarious, and I and I've noticed it before, but really, I just sat when I was watching it. I was like, "I've I've seen that before. I've seen it a hundred times. If I've seen it once, yeah." And it's it's still fucking hilarious <laughs> that she was holding it to her breast like a baby. Yeah, you know the way they sleep standing up, and then they have some of their clothes. You know, they have their their dressers in the lamps stuck to the dressers that are on the wall. Yeah. And then, you know, and, and then of course she's all she is absolutely obsessed with getting, you know, Glamour magazine and, and all of these other things, right? Mm-hmm. And trying to become normal, as it were, a normal uh, earthling. And, of course, at, at some point, they have to go back home to Remulac. And that whole scene when they go back to Remulac and they're entering the atmosphere and everything else, that's actually pretty amazing. And a lot of that stuff was done with, um, well, they didn't do any CG at that point. It was Harryhausen, right? Uh, that type of stuff. You know, the, no, mo- no. the stop motion. Yeah, it yeah. Yes and no. It was It was miniatures and whatnot. But, yeah, same same difference. 92, 93 was when... Uh, uh, the movie was in production.
0: Yeah, only a few, a small handful of people were using CG at the time.
1: Yeah, and it's, um, it's a dumb movie, but it's dumb fun. Yeah. They actually filmed it in Paramus, New Jersey. Uh, my my only complaint ever, I, you know, I, I don't like David Spade in a lot of things, uh-huh. but him, it, when he was, he, he's in Coneheads and he's in, uh, Black Sheep, you know the Chris Farley stuff. Tommy Boy, I, and I was f- I was fine with him because he plays the perfect foil. Yeah, a- and he's a douche.
0: I like him as Kuzco in Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, well. he was
1: good in that too, and 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 i um, that stuff is fine. You know, most of the, most of the rest of the stuff that you know he just shows up in regular TV shows is replacement yeah. replacement guy. Yeah, or
0: like first the first Joe Dirt, I liked him in that.
1: Yeah, I, I was okay with Joe Dirt. I'm not a big fan of it. Mm. Like a lot of people I know are. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, it's not the end all be all fucking like movie, I'll tell you that. Yeah, and but I did, you know, I, I enjoy the movie, don't get me wrong, but it's just it's not up there on my list of go-to movies. Mm. And um in in this movie in particular, because of the Chris Farley scenes, the Chris Farley scene, this movie is average if at, at best. With Chris Farley, this movie moves from a three to a five, just because of Chris Farley's scene. It's been so long since I've seen it. Um, what did Chris Farley do in the movie? He plays the boyfriend of Connie. Okay, and and he he's not outrageous, but every time he tries to talk to Conehead, Conehead doesn't want to talk to him. Like, Mister Conehead. Yeah. Um. I I wanna I I I wanna apologize to Connie, you know, and all this other shit. Yeah. And and he's always. <laughs> I mean, like the part where they're sitting in the car, they're making out, and he wants to touch. He's always touching her head and everything else like that. Like he's obsessed with it. Yeah, and everybody else is kind of weirded out by he's it, kind but of he's fetishizing not fetishizing it. Yeah, yeah, and he's like kissing it and everything else, and and it's it's just that's the difference that Chris Farley made when he was good. Yeah, you know, we're not talking Wagons not, East
0: or Beverly Hills. Wagons East was John Candy. Same
1: difference. Who gives a shit? Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> yeah, he was in that fucking movie that uh, the Lewis and Clark movie. Uh, I can't, dude. It's not even
0: worth looking up, dude. Yeah, I'm All not right, going dude. to.
1: Whatever his last movie was, which is basically Wagons East.
0: Yeah, d- yeah, it was. It was like, yeah, it was so weird that he was in like a western or something. That yeah,
1: yeah, and and I enjoyed, I, I enjoyed this movie because. Only because it's just dumb fun. Um, this is one of the multiple movies that came out at that time from for Saturday Night Live that they were trying to do the Wayne's World thing where they were just trying to, they were throwing shit out there like Julia Sweeney, or not Julia Sweeney's it's character. It's Pat. Yeah, but there was the other one. They um, had
0: Stuart Saves His Family.
1: Yep. And then... Uh, they did
0: Superstar with Molly That's uh, the Molly one Shannon. I was thinking
1: of. Superstar had like two
0: funny moments in the entire film.
1: Yeah, the movie sucked. It did. And Stuart Saves the World sucked. Yeah, and uh, this and this was of all of them, I think this was one of the better ones.
0: They had um, also uh, the ladies' man with uh, that with, one was okay. Tim, Tim Meadows. Meadows. Um, I haven't seen that in a long time either. It, it was. I mean, it's not as good as this one, but it's Pat was probably. I always forget about this. This movie was so bad that I forgot about it. It's Pat is probably the worst movie I've ever seen.
1: It's it's so bad, Julia Sweeney forgot about it. Fuck, dude. She would f- talk about it in her live show oh, God. about how fucking ridiculously stupid that movie was.
0: Yeah, it's not even funny stupid. It's just like painfully stupid.
1: Yeah, n- nobody wants to watch it. Of course, we'll, in, in like a year, we'll watch it. God, this
0: is the most repulsive character ever. Uh, possibly. <laughs> I'm saying this after someone who's seen... Um, the human centipede part three. And it had the most repulsive character in that movie, the warden of this prison. He was fucking horrifically repulsive. Still not as bad as it's Pat.
1: Huh. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, that's all I got. It's just an average movie. It's fun. It's a it's a it's a Saturday night hangout movie.
0: Yeah, and if you like Subway, uh yeah. All right. All
1: right. Way to way to pimp <laughs> shit that we don't fucking get paid for. Thanks a lot.
0: Hey, well the movie fucking is a Subway commercial anyway. Yeah, well, I-
1: we don't need to we don't need to comment on that.
0: I could be talking about subway tunnels. Yeah. All right. So um Oh shit. New, dude, there are no new trailers we're talking about at all this week.
1: At all. Um, somebody some fucking asshole took uh, Siberia and created a John it. a John Wick trailer from that fucking movie. Did a they? John Wick three trailer. Oh, okay. And it said John Wick three in theaters soon. It didn't say it it didn't say, you know, just like they do on fucking YouTube. They say the same thing. John And then the fan-made trailer. Yeah. It, it said nothing. It just said John Wick 3 coming soon. Yeah. Like, f- fuck you. Have
0: you ever seen Ugandan Expendables? <laughs> no. God damn it. That is fucking hilarious, dude. Like, you know, like bad CG. Like, like it's so bad. Like, you could do better on your laptop. That's how bad it is. Awesome. And, um, yeah, it just... Over the top, everything it fucking hilarious. I, I caught wind of it recently. It's hilarious to watch. So yeah, if you ever, anyone ever gets a chance, look up on YouTube Ugandan Expendables. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. It's funny. Um, all right, uh, yeah, dude. I it's, I hate it when they do that shit. I hate it when they cut things and they make you think it's this and that. Like uh, like someone had the the uh, the new Venom trailer, the the final one that they're releasing. And I click on it, and it wasn't the final one. It was, it was a collection of uh, bits of the trailer from the first two trailers, which made no sense to me. I, anyway, whatever. Um, so I, I mean, I just wanted to mention this the the Dave Batista thing with him uh, saying that he's going to walk, you know, he's going to ask Disney to release him if uh, they don't at least use
1: James Gunn's uh, script for Guardians of the Galaxy Three. I never read that. He said that he is under contract and that he will he will fulfill his contract. Yeah, yeah,
0: he said that, but he also said that he will ask them to release him if it does get to that point because if, the, if there's not going to be any piece of James Gunn at all in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, he doesn't want any part of it. Where was that written? Uh, I didn't write down the, the source, but I, um, I was on multiple things that popped up on my news feed um, because my news feed loves to have different fucking articles from, about the same shit that pop up, just like the... The Ruby Rose is Batwoman shit, right? Right. So, um, yeah, there's that about Batista. Um, which I mean, dude, look, I I know that like Disney doesn't wa- wouldn't want to get rid of Drax or at least Batista has Drax, but <laughs> I look sorry, but Batista's not bigger than Disney, man. I mean, if he keeps on fucking doing this, I don't, I don't. I wouldn't doubt if they fucking kick him
1: out, why would they kick him out just because he has an opinion
0: i uh, well they they' have no problem fucking kicking out James Gunn even though they they, they kicked knew out it.
1: james gunn because of because of pressure from the right. This is Dave Batista voicing his opinion, yeah you so you it's it's not okay for an employee to voice their opinion about their working environment publicly sometimes no why because
0: look, I'm not saying he shouldn't have done it. I'm saying that. I wouldn't doubt if Disney, if he keeps talking shit,
1: Disney. You know, I wouldn't again. I, wouldn't, I again. would not be surprised. Why is it not okay for someone to talk about their working environment publicly that they're not happy?
0: Because there's backlash. backlash but you happens. do it.
1: Yeah, and I got fired from my last job for doing that. Did you? Yes. You got tired, You got fired from your last job for talking publicly about
0: your. Position. Yes, I got fired from Nissan. My, my 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 manager when he fired me, he actually said to me. You can't motherfuck the dealership on social media and expect to keep your job,"
1: he said that to me. But Dave Batista's not motherfucking the dealership. <laughs> he's not motherfucking. <laughs> Is that he's a new not saying? Mother, we should use that saying from now on. He's not motherfucking Disney. Yeah. He's saying I'm unhappy with what's going on. Mm. There's a big difference. I'm just
0: saying I, I wouldn't be surprised, man. I, I wouldn't because if they're if they're that fucking narrow minded and to, to 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 do that what they did to James Gunn. When they already knew about all those tweets and shit, I mean, they do background checks on everybody they hire, so you know, and they're gonna. I, I just, I wouldn't be surprised anymore. Nothing surprises me. Right, nothing surprises you. <laughs> so, all right, um, the, uh, the 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 uh, the Johnny Depp thing happening, his movie, uh, his Tupac uh, Mur- Tupac and Biggie Smalls murder movie being uh, pulled, and there's no announcement on if there's going to be if it's ever going to be released or whatever is kind of odd. No one's talked... When I read the articles about this thing, about the City of Lies, which originally was going to be called L.A. Labyrinth, you know, L.A. in the word labyrinth, um, it was... uh, It it just... All the different articles were focusing on Johnny Depp's current troubles you know with the rolling stone article and his
1: lawsuit with his with his you know agents or whatever yeah i'm surprised disney yeah. hasn't fired him for talking about i know that.
0: because they they say that they're 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 in the middle of um they're in like some kind of pre-production of um i of, was being fucking Six. sarcastic i know i know which yeah it's that's fucking weird so um well he's a bigger cash cow i guess so. yeah <laughs> um but yeah, it's just, uh, it's weird. It's weird that, you know, no one knows why the movie got pulled. Don't, they don't know shit. It just got fucking pulled. So everyone's seen, every article seemed to focus on, oh, well, we think it's probably because, you know, because of what Johnny Depp's going through. And it's just negative, negative heat or something. That's it. What I'm thinking is, is that Johnny Depp has nothing to fucking do with it. My thinking is that this movie is going to ruffle some feathers of people that, don't want to be involved with this uh, case um, th- about Biggie Smalls and, and two-box murders. And uh, I think there was a lot of, uh, I don't know, maybe there was threats of uh, lawsuits and shit like that. You know, I wouldn't doubt it. That, that's, that's my theory. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but, you know, that's my, my, that's my uh, tinfoil hat about that one. All right, um, and then third, um, I don't know if this is a happy announcement or not. I mean, it sounds cool, but um, Patrick Stewart coming back to uh, do a new Star Trek series. Uh, for CBS, the only problem is that it's going to be on CBS Access, so you can only watch the shit if you subscribe to CBS Access, which I'm not going to. Pass. Or you could wait a year later and buy it on DVD, Blu-ray. Um, CBS then, just
1: continually making bad decisions.
0: Yeah, and so, and so, uh, and uh, what was it else? Uh, it's not going to be a continuation of The Next Generation. It's going to be like a spin-off, and that's all the detail they've given you know so it's going to be Picard he's going to be playing
1: Jean-Luc Jean- Picard is it spin off a continuation
0: well if you don't have the whole or like at least uh, at least half of the original cast coming back then technically it could just be you know Jean-Luc Picard's own thing like you know maybe he's working at his winery in France now or something i don't fucking know <laughs> right so um i don't know I don't know what they're going to do they haven't announced anything they just had him come out during one of the cons or whatever and announce it to everybody and all the trickies got fucking you know boners and shit right so um, I'm glad to hear it you know but CBS man they're you know they want to fucking bottleneck their shit you know put that wall up I'm not going to subscribe to them just so I can watch uh, the return of John Luke man I'm I'm not going to do it they can kiss my ass. So, um, and that's all the news I got for this week, man. I mean, is there anything else that, that popped up on your radar? Nope. Yeah, nothing.
1: Nothing special. Just the, the David Batista thing. Oh, um, uh, some information about the new Star Wars series, the live action. It's gonna be like 100 million bucks? Yeah, it's, uh, it's $10 million per episode. Fuck. Um, which is normal. It doesn't really that's matter. It's amazing how expensive it's gotten to make shows now. And that, um, the, uh, Apparently, the rumor is is that it's going to be about the Mandalorians.
0: Okay,
1: um, it's going to take place. They, this is this is what's written. They're going to. It's going to take place seven years after Return of the Jedi, and um, when they were doing the Clone Wars thing, John Favreau was there, and then they they played the entire uh, um, the the Mandalore trilogy yeah. episodes. It was funny. I'm going to say something that's going to piss you off. Didn't say it. <laughs>
0: If it's man, it's about Mandalorians with masks on, I'm in. If it's with Mandalorians without their helmets on, I'm out. Because, Why would that
1: piss me off?
0: Oh, because they're I, <laughs> I'm going to say that they're boring when their masks come off.
1: Pun. Um, um, they're better when they're mysterious. Yeah, but you got to show their faces. I just you, <laughs> I know I know what you're saying. I but um, you, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> um, but there's no real detail on it. Um, some some news outlet said, "Hey, we got some more detail on, you know, there's a very specific details on what's going on with John Favreau's new thing and then new Star Wars thing." And of course, this yeah. is also going to show up on Disney. <coughs> but <coughs> goddamn, this fucking the smoke in the air sucks. <laughs> um, the Disney stuff. So it's going to be cheaper than Netflix. Yeah. Um, it's going to have... They don't know if it's going to have the original trilogy. Um, and obviously, it's not going to be exclusive. None of the Star Wars movies are, are exclusive to fucking uh, the Disney stuff anyways because they've already played it on, you know, uh, stars, FX. FX. Well, no. Well, they, FX is Fox, but yeah, yeah. They don't play it on FX at all. TNT. That's mm-hmm. what you're thinking. TNT, TBS, and then whoever else. Um, so... I'm, I'm interested to see what kind of um, services that they're going to provide. But all, all these streaming services are just getting to the point where I don't fucking care. I'm not going to subscribe to CBS. That's bullshit. And, um, you know, th- uh, I'm not subscribing to Time Warner DC stuff. I don't care. But the problem is, is that they have like, well, so they say. They're going to have, like, their entire vault, the CBS vault available that includes everything, cartoons included, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Sons of bitches. But. Yeah, you should get rid of DirecTV and just go to that. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) But the problem is, is I don't want to stream this shit. I don't want to stream it. Yeah. You know? So, whatever. Yeah,
0: fuck them. All right, so the next movie that we're going to be seeing um, is either going to be Black Klansman or The Meg. So we're still debating on that one. Um, I I've don't.
1: I really don't want to give money to fucking. I know. I know. To, to so and look, if you want
0: to stand your ground or you know stand by your morals or whatever, and it's, not see it, it's not standing by your my principles. Morals. You, you want to yeah, stand yeah, by your Standing princ-
1: by my principles. You, I said and, that I would never, ever, ever, ever. There's three people that I will never see a movie with: fucking Adam Sandler, and I've stuck to my guns on that one. Roman
0: Polanski. Yeah, no, because I
1: don't, <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I don't <laughs> see his movies anyways. <laughs> but yeah, you could add him in. Uh, <laughs> spike Lee, Victor Salva. Um, I don't watch this Bryan shit. Singer, uh, no, because I'm gonna go see the Freddie Mercury movie. The Rat Pack. Stop guy. putting words in my mouth. Just shut up for a fucking minute. Ratner. Um, I think I said Ratner, but yeah, I think you did. Rat Pack is Rat Pack is no more anyway, so mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Uh, there's but there's another one and um, <sighs> Emmerich. Roland Emmerich. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, Roland,
0: not Noah, Roland, yeah, Roland Emmerich.
1: Yeah. yeah, I don't. I will never see any of his movies ever again. So <laughs> I'm not going to go see the sequel to Independence Day Oh, Michael A2. Bay.
0: You said you wouldn't see Michael Bay either. Did I? Yeah, you did, because even we,
1: we didn't go see 13 Hours. Yes, you're right. And, yeah, you're just like, I'm done. I'm done. So, yeah, I'm, and so there, that's a list of, like, seven right there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, like I said, I, I look, I want to see Black Klansman, but if you feel that strongly about it, then fuck it, we'll see the Meg. Yeah,
1: and this, it's such a great cast, too. And that's I that's the problem.
0: I know. It looks very
1: good. You know, I just, I, I understand you not want to give money to Spike Lee. I, I get it. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't like him. I don't like him as a person. I don't like him as a spokesperson. He's, they, whatever.
0: You don't like his shade of skin?
1: yeah that's why <laughs> let's just fucking let's, let's throw that fucking just, stupid we, we, yeah, racist thing yeah out let's there. just
0: get that out of the way right now you know <laughs> you know why you don't want to see him you know why stop it <laughs> i am just yeah you know, i'm totally i'm 100 fucking with mike by the way everybody um yeah no we we uh, both have issues
1: with spike lee so uh yeah i except i take my issues much more seriously than joe does
0: yeah i you know i i look i i hopefully hopefully when this movie if we do go see this movie I mean, I'll even use my free ticket for you if it's available on my Regal Pass. So, um, but...
1: We'll, so but well, I don't even know. then, that's that's participating in his movie.
0: Yeah. All right. Well,
1: so, the Meg? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about that. Shitty, shitty Meg. <laughs> All right. What was the last Spike Lee movie that I saw?
0: I don't know. Did you see um, Inside Man with Clive Owen and Denzel Washington? Nope. They robbed the bank. Um... Did you see Miracle at St. Anna? Nope. I Me mean neither. I've never seen that movie. Uh, uh, Clockers. Uh, the 25th Hour with Edward Norton. Yep. Which they filmed right after ni- um, 9-11. Happened. Uh, I've
1: seen Do the Right Thing. I've seen She's Gotta Have It. Oh, we have seen the Old Boy remake. I've seen Malcolm X. I haven't seen that one. No, and I refuse to see it, and I've heard it as shit. Uh, SheRack. Jungle Fever, I have seen. School Days, I've seen some of it. 25th Hour, I've seen some of He Got Game. Seen some of Crooklyn. Bamboozled no. Mo Beta Blues, I've seen part of that. Uh Twenty fifth hour is a very good movie. One the Levy broke. No. Clockers I've heard is really good. Summer Sam is okay. Hook. Summer of Sam, I've heard it, it, you either like that movie or don't. It's just okay. Miracles for of the, the driving. Oros. She hate me. I refuse to go see that <laughs> fucking movie. Uh, get on the bus. The sweet There's blood. Girl Jesus. Six.
0: Yeah, Girl Six is about a girl that does um set phone sex. Job. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just... Uh, no. Yeah. I've seen Freak. Um, what was his name when he was in the Michael Jordan commercials? Uh, I want to say
1: Mars, but it's not right. You're almost there. Mars Blackman. There you go.
0: Hell yeah. It's the shoes.
1: <laughs> um, I will give this movie a chance because... It's been a while since, and I've only come up recently with it. No. and I, as much as I don't care for Spike Lee, I will. Uh, yeah, we'll go. Let's go see this movie. Okay, um, but because look, when it comes right down to it, the um, Meg will be out for a little bit, mm-hmm. and this movie it looks much better. And I, I <sighs> that's all I got.
0: All right, how about this too? If my
1: free ticket is available, don't, don't worry about that shit. All right, it, it's it doesn't matter if you're free because the fucking movie gets the 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 money gets sent back to him anyway. I don't think they
0: get. I don't think the free ticket. They just allow me to go in.
1: No, I it's it, get, it gets reimbursed. That's Gee. how that works. Okay, it's why they give it to you. They send it back. It's just it's like advertising money for for cars. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm so
0: I, glad I didn't buy my uh, movie
1: pass, dude. Yeah, that fucking places. Now it now it's down to three movies a month. That shit is tanking big time, dude. I'm it was so, always going to tank. I
0: almost I almost bought into because there's all these people I give rides to. They're like, oh, Movie Pass, Movie Pass, it's fucking awesome, right? And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I'll give it a shot. Nope, <laughs> I'm so glad I procrastinated on that.
1: I wasn't even procrastinating. On it. There was two different services. One of them one of them had already tanked, and the other one, which is Movie Pass, yeah, uh, was well on its way to tanking because. Uh, none of the movie theaters want to buy into it, which is bullshit.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I I, could totally get if it's like a, the, a new release, you know, and there's a high demand. I, I get it. But for anything else, you should be able to go all the fuck you want, man. You spend a certain amount of money, you know, go see everything. And then with that one, I don't know, maybe... They get the money anyways. Who gives a fuck? They could do like... Well, I'm just saying as incentive to get people to, to buy into it more, you know, do something where, um, hey, you pay half for a brand new movie, you know, instead if you have the movie pass. Something I, I
1: I don't know. The theaters get the money anyways. Yeah, again, they get reimbursed. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't fucking matter. Which it makes no goddamn sense. I'm saying as incentive for for people to buy into it. It, But it the the incentive for people to buy into it was how however many movies it used to be you know a hundred movies a month or whatever the fuck it was some crazy number. It was like the blockbuster pass. (laughs) You know, where you can rent as many movies as you want in a day. But it doesn't fucking matter. It it doesn't matter about buying, quote-unquote, buying into it. The the movie theater chains have to accept it. And the movie theater chains refused to accept it because they wanted to do their own thing, mm-hmm. just like what we're getting now with the, the fucking streaming. streaming services. Yeah. Which makes no goddamn sense. They're just doing, they're do-
0: almost doing like, they don't, like what the cable's been doing to people forever.
1: Yeah, and... and and that's gonna take a, a huge shit here, um, because someone's gonna come up with a better idea, and then and then the cable services can go suck it. Yeah, and that's what it comes down to. A uh, long story, <laughs> but the the movie pass thing isn't about people buying into it. That's just one part of it. The major problem with the movie pass thing is the theaters not accepting it because they're they're cunts.
0: <laughs>
1: they're a bunch of fucking cunts, and they refuse they refuse to see. The future, mm-hmm. the, the it's run by the old establishment. The old establishment refuses to see the future, and the future's yeah. coming. Yeah, and it and when it hits, everybody's gonna be fucking shitting their. I took my grease. kids.
0: I took my kids to go see Ant Man and the Wasp last night. It cost forty eight dollars. A movie that's been out for over a month, and it cost forty eight fucking dollars to go see it. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. No, it's not. Not for them. No, yeah. But I'll tell you what I didn't buy any concessions. Yeah. Of course I don't. All that shit's unhealthy now anyway, so <laughs> it's not even worth it. All right. So anyway, uh, that's all we got. I think. Yep. We good. Yep. All right. Uh, all right. Power to the people. Okay. <laughs> all right. This has been a Spike Lee joint. I
1: am Shut just the fuck up. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Shut up, Joe. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were done.